Listener supported. WNYC Studios. It's the Brian Lehrer Show on WNYC. Good morning, everyone. We begin today with New York politics and New Jersey politics, both making big news. On the New York side, it looks like another battle is underway to redraw the congressional district maps that helped lead to the Republican sweep of Long Island and some big wins in the Hudson Valley in 2022. Control of Congress is at stake. And we'll talk about that second this morning with the news still breaking from overnight, and we're digesting it right now. But New Jersey, too, has something unusual going on. Senator Bob Menendez is scandalized, as many of you know. The governor's wife, Tammy Murphy, is running for his seat, and many local New Jersey Democratic leaders have endorsed her. But so far, Tammy Murphy appears to be losing the rank and file to a lesser-known Democrat, Congressman Andy Kim. Here's Kim speaking the other day. I get it. I'm going up against some very powerful, connected competitors in this race right now. But I'm also standing before you right now as a son of immigrants, a public school kid that's currently 23 points up in the polls right now. 23 points up in at least one poll right now. We'll talk about that, and we'll hear a clip of Tammy Murphy, too, as we welcome Nancy Solomon, who covers New Jersey for WNYC and Gothamist and hosts the Ask Governor Murphy call-in show every month. Hey, Nancy, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Brian. Remind us of the Menendez situation, which is why this is going on in the first place. Yes. So in October, he was indicted by uh, prosecutors in the Southern District. That's New York City's federal prosecutors uh, in a uh, with charges having to do with um, gold bullion and cash that they found during a raid at his home. uh, And they were able to also confiscate uh, phones and text messages between him and his wife. His wife, Nadine, has also been charged, as well as two um, New Jersey businessmen. And basically, the way prosecutors describe the plot is that the Menendez's took uh, cash, gold bullion, a Mercedes, uh, other gifts, in exchange for helping uh, two different businessmen in a variety of different ways. But ultimately, the big shocker was that uh, Menendez is charged with lobbying for the uh, country of Egypt to uh, help them in their bid to get more weapon sales from the United States. And of course, Bob Menendez was the chair of the uh, Foreign Relations Committee in the Senate. Um, And so the way what's alleged is that he traded uh, lobbying for Egypt for uh, money and other benefits. Man, you can't make this stuff up, right? No. Head of the Foreign Relations Committee in the Senate, trading influence um, on behalf of Egypt for gold and other monetary benefits. I mean, my goodness. And of course, we should say he hasn't been convicted of anything, and he vociferously declares his innocence. So that's to be determined officially, right? 
Yes, and he has not said whether he's running for re-election, although uh, something that I'm sure we will get into in today's discussion, uh, once you lose the support of the party bosses, county by county, which he has, it's very, very difficult to win a primary in New Jersey. Um, So he lost the support of his own Hudson County, a um, a territory that he has really run for a very long time. Um, and so that was also then one of the sort of shocking um, ripple effects after this. So it's not expected that he would run at this point. Uh, and that, of course, brings us to what is really become the most exciting political race uh, that I've seen in New Jersey um, Pretty much since I moved here. I mean, this is Whoa. this is really this is a really interesting race that brings up a lot of fascinating issues and problems with New Jersey's democracy. And let's just say that Nancy Solomon moved to New Jersey more than six months ago. Um, <laughs> the primary is Tuesday, June fourth. Are Tammy Murphy and Andy Kim the only Democratic candidates? Assuming Menendez does not run. No, there are two others, uh, Patricia Campos Medina, who is a the director of a, a Latina women's organization, a political organization. Uh, she's been involved in labor union uh, academia and politics for a long time. Um, and, you know, and is fairly well known among some quarters of New Jersey politics and activism, but does not have widespread name recognition or, you know, any kind of profile among regular voters. And then there's Larry Hamm, longtime Newark activist, um, who is also running. So we heard the clip of Kim where he says he's running against very connected people. Obviously, that's a reference to the other candidate being the wife of the governor. Uh, but I don't want to write Tammy Murphy off here too easily as just a nepotism candidate. There could be, you know, some sexism involved with doing that as well because she is first lady of the state. Uh, and a lot of listeners are just kind of getting to know even of the existence of Tammy Murphy as a politician when they're going to have the ability to vote on June 4th. So give us a little Tammy Murphy uh, background. Does she have a background in politics? Uh, Only insofar as that she got involved in politics when her husband ran for governor. Um, So Tammy Murphy uh, was uh, a uh, worked in business, worked at Goldman Sachs, although that's not the, at the, the she and uh, her husband overlapped at Goldman Sachs, but that's not where they met. Um, and uh, so, but they met, they married, um, she stayed home with the kids, they moved to New Jersey, um, and he did very well at Goldman Sachs and became a multimillionaire. And um, so then he raised money for Howard Dean, uh, I'm sorry, with Howard Dean for Barack Obama and uh, ultimately was rewarded for that fundraising um, with an ambassadorship to Germany during um, the first Obama term. Um, and, you know, I did a, a bunch so of she reporting. Was, Tammy Murphy was the U.S. ambassador to Germany? The wife to the U.S. ambassador to Germany. Oh, sorry, I oh, wasn't clear. Oh, no, so I was I, talking about sorry. Phil Murphy. Well, so she went with him to Germany with the kids, came back. Now, one of the interesting things that has really ticked off a lot of uh, 
Democratic Party activists in New Jersey is that it turns out, uh, and this was something first reported by the New York Times, it turns out that she was a registered Republican um, all during this period when they were raising their kids and before he ran for governor. Um, she donated to Republican candidates and voted in Republican primaries. Um, and so that has upset some people. Um, and anyway, so then Phil Murphy runs for governor and starting in like 26, 15, 16, but for the 2017 election. And so Tammy Murphy says, I, I have been involved in politics. I've run the two successful statewide campaigns because she was the, you know, she was a force in her husband's campaigns, raising money for them and uh, working in the Democratic Party. And I think it, you know, what a lot of people say about her and what she says about herself is that during these past six years as the first lady, she's traveled all over the state. She's built relationships with most importantly, the party bosses in each county, but also just she's built relationships all over with all kinds of people. She shows up, she cuts ribbons, she gives speeches, she raises a ton of money, uh, which, you know, the Democratic leadership in the state was pretty excited about that factor in, in this race, that they were going to pick a candidate who was going to raise a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and and early criticism of her as, uh, you know, as an an act of nepotism that really she wouldn't be here if it weren't for her marriage um, and that, you know, there are other more worthy, more experienced people to run for this seat. And one of the counters to that early on was, listen, give her a chance because what you're going to see is that she's a great candidate and she's going to go out there and, you know, and the governor said this uh, on our show, Ask Governor Murphy, she's terrific. She's going to go out there. She's going to win people over. Um, She's a great speaker. She's a great money raiser. Uh, She's a great organizer. And she works very hard. And and both things can be true. She has an unfair advantage, but she'll also be a very good candidate. But what we've seen since she declared her candidacy in November are we've seen a lot of stumbles and that she has not really come through as the great candidate that many thought she would be. So listeners, we have about 10 more minutes with Nancy on this, and then we will um, flip the script and talk about New York's evolving congressional election drama, which, as I said at the beginning, was continuing to evolve even overnight. Um, So right now, New Jersey listeners... How are you deciding at this early date, the election isn't until June 4th, the primary, um, between Tammy Murphy and Andy Kim, or what do you want to know? 212-433-WNYC, New Jersey callers, especially if you're registered Democrats, 212-433-9692. Why is Andy Kim challenging Tammy Murphy if the local leaders the county leaders across the state uh, got so quickly behind her and she's generally got a good reputation among Democrats. Well, Andy Kim declared his candidacy before she did and before she got the wave of uh, party boss endorsements that followed in the days after she announced. So he, um, he came out very quickly uh, calling for Menendez's resignation and then you know, on the day of the indictment, and then the in a couple of days after that, announced that he would run. And he says, 
it's he hadn't been thinking about running for the Senate, but that he was just so outraged by the allegations and uh, just, you know, the level of corruption in New Jersey and that he felt it was important to run. And, you know, that has become a central part of this campaign. That's what's made it for, for me personally, as a reporter who covers New Jersey politics, it's what's made this such a fascinating campaign is that New Jersey corruption is really front and center. But, but he declared early and then got kind of the, you know, he got cut off at the knees with the, from the party bosses. We played the clip of Andy Kim earlier, which is from uh, your most recent story, on the air about the two of them. We'll play a clip of Tammy Murphy in a sec from your story. Uh, Listeners, if you want to read into this, Nancy also has an article on Gothamist, our local news website, if you want to read it at gothamist.com. But one of the things that you said in the piece this morning was that you could look at Tammy Murphy, I'm paraphrasing here, so tell me if this is wrong, but but I got the impression you could look at Tammy Murphy as being a little more progressive than Andy Kim on at least some of the issues, would you say? Yeah, I mean, that's, she's making that argument that she has come out in support of Medicare for All, and he has not. His answer to that is that um, he's trying to work on some—he's pragmatic, and he's trying to work on something in Congress— uh, that they can actually get enough votes to win. Uh, but still, it's something she's been, that has been an effective line for her. Um, you know, the Murphys together, the two of them, have done a lot of progressive policies for the state of New Jersey. Um, and I, there was a, a certain amount of exasperation uh, by the governor on one of our shows uh, that he's being beat up for, uh, over Tammy's candidacy when he feels that progressives should be very happy with him and everything he's done. So fair enough, you know, he, they they have done a lot. Uh, but this has just lit a fire, uh, you know, and, and it's just really upsetting rank and file Democrats uh, and, you know, the, va- the vast number of progressive activists across the state who are supporting Kim. And there's something about um, climate, a pipeline in uh, Newark where Tammy Murphy has gone out beyond Governor Murphy's position. She's opposing something that he favors. Am I getting that right? Yes, absolutely right. Um, I mean, to me, this is so emblematic of 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 the of of the whole situation writ large, which is that um, last week. Tammy Murphy's campaign had a, a an event where they appeared at the Ironbound Community Center in Newark. Uh, the Ironbound is home to many polluting uh, infrastructure plants, um, and they've been fighting a new one, a gas-powered plant that would uh, generate b- backup electricity for the sewer system, and they don't want it. And um, and Governor Murphy is on the record supporting it, saying he generally wants to phase out fossil fuel infrastructure, but this one is needed. And um, so First Lady Tammy Murphy shows up and pledges her opposition to the gas plant and um, and doesn't mention her husband. And the reporters... And so let me, let me jump in here. So she sure. has this exchange, this is part of it, her, her exchange with reporters at that event. 
Yes. Are you making these comments today on behalf of the governor? And as I am making the comments today as as Tammy Murphy. I am not speaking for the governor, and I am I am to him about it. I'm not here to stand up and speak for the administration. That's not my role here today. And if that's the essence of your questions, with all due respect, that's the end of the conversation. And that's the end of the clip. That that follow-up question, have you talked to the governor about it? I mean, that's the one that really got her, right? Because she lives with the governor. She presumably has dinner with the governor most nights. Now she's got a different position on this. So she could use it just to run for Senate, or she could use it to lobby him to change his position. Right. And it's, you know, it's a fair question, right? And she needs, if you're going to run, if you're the first lady of the, and you're married to the most powerful person in the state of New Jersey, you've got to be able to answer this question. I'm sorry, but you just have to stand there and answer the question. And so, and in fact, uh, so she, you know, made it clear she wasn't going to go any further with it. Other reporters jumped in because it looked like she was going to walk away. Other reporters jumped in and asked her more like policy questions that she wanted to answer about the gas powered plant. And then I, I asked, are you going to, lo- you know, Governor Murphy supports this plant. Are you going to lobby him? And she smiled at me. She said, thanks for the question, Nancy, and pivoted on her heels and walked away. Mm. Like, And I just think, you know. Uh, she's got a, you know, the nepotism problem, she she could potentially overcome it, but she's got to talk about it. She's got to answer the questions and she's got to be able to say, look, he and I, I he and I disagree on this one and I'm in a, I'm running in a race in which I can, I can, you know, say what I feel. And, you know, you just got to answer the question. Jack and Carney, you're on WNYC. Hi, Jack. Yes, hi. I'm calling about uh, the Goldman Sachs connection to the last four governors. How many more governors are we going to have with a connection to Goldman Sachs? Where are the pension funds going in New Jersey? Goldman Sachs. So I just think that we need a governor that's not affiliated with Goldman Sachs. Corzine, Chris Christie, now the Murphys. So we're going to have four governors affiliated with Goldman Sachs, the political octopus in, in North Jersey. Jack, thank you very much. On a similar note, I think, Gene in Heightstown, you're on WNYC. Hi, Gene. Hi, how are you? Uh, I'm a Democrat, and I would have voted for Kim. I, I am fed up, as the previous uh, speaker said. Goldman Sachs, plutocrats running New Jersey's got to stop. Murphy, Corzine, now Tammy. They think because they have money, they can buy the office in New Jersey. That's got to stop. Gene, thank you. Nancy, I have half a board of callers saying the exact same thing. So maybe it's organized because they knew we were going to do this segment, uh, or maybe this is a deep sentiment out there, or both. Yeah, maybe a little bit of both. I mean, I do think it's a deep sentiment, and um, I'm not just—I'm not quite sure what the Chris Christie connection to Goldman Sachs is. That one—I'm—I'm I'm not clear whether that's true. Um, so, just didn't want to let yeah, that stand. Sure. Um, I can't say for sure it isn't, but I'm searching my memory, and I'm not sure where that comes from. Um, but listen, this has been. You know, this is a complaint against that has been there about Phil Murphy. Um, and now, of course, it it extends to Tammy Murphy. And I think, you know, one of the real problems with our system is that 
we have these county chairs of the of the parties and it's both parties democrat and republican who are able to uh endorse and then control placement on the actual ballot that voters see and check off their choices um and so you know this is referred to as the county line and so where money in politics i mean obviously money in politics is so important uh, in so many ways and gives an advantage to people who have access to money, if not their own money. Um, but in New Jersey, it has a very particular role in that uh, both Corzine and the, uh, Phil Murphy made donations to the county Democratic Party committees, which is totally legal and legit, and then was able to get the endorsements and have an advantage on the primary ballot. And so, and now again, you know, we know that Tammy Murphy is a prodigious fundraiser for the Democrats in New Jersey in these last six years since she's been the first lady. Legitimate thing for her to be doing with her time and her money and her access to money. But then you have all the party bosses coming out to endorse her. So, you know, that's where it, it's a particular New Jersey um, flavor and problem. And um, and I, I'll say one more thing about the Goldman Sachs thing. John Corzine and Phil Murphy are very, very different creatures. And they worked in two different sides of the Goldman Sachs uh, business. Um, John Corzine was a, a numbers guy, a quant guy who... Um, you know, is part of a culture there where they think they're the smartest ones in the room and they don't listen to anybody. And, um, you know, and they're trading and ma making deals. Phil Murphy comes from the investment banking side, which is all about relationships. Mm. And, and he is a relationships guy, and he's very good at it. He's warm, he's personable, he remembers details about you, all the things that good politicians do. And Howard Dean, in fact, I interviewed him when Murphy was running, and he said, look, you've got to look at these two. You can't just sort of tar him with the, oh, he's a Goldman Sachs guy. He was very successful in the inv investment banking business because he was good at building relationships. And he was very successful uh, at, as an ambassador in Germany. Um, and so, you know, this, but I will say, uh, you know, how much of this then is translates to Tammy Murphy because, as I said, she's been making some mistakes on in the campaign um, that suggests that maybe she doesn't have that politician's gift that right. her husband has. And a number of the callers, and I'm not going to keep going on the calls because so many of them are saying the same thing. We have no Tammy Murphy supporters on the board just saying that's why we're not taking a call like that, which, you know, remember— that a call in to a talk radio show is informal, unofficial, and thoroughly unscientific in terms of representing what's out there. I think these are the people who feel strongly right now. Uh, and half of them are saying, or most of them are saying, I like Governor Murphy pretty well, because these, these are Democrats. I like Governor Murphy pretty well. I just don't think this is the way you put somebody else in office. So here, Nancy, to, to start to wrap it up, is a question from a listener that came in in a text. This asks, has Tammy Murphy discussed her transition to being a Democrat? It says, with Adams in New York City, people have a good view of a former Republican in a powerful office. 
Nancy, you still there? Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you were. I thought that was a lead up to playing some tape. Sorry, oh, no, I no, no, no. It was. Yes. It was. No, you know, she, the, the, you know the, the, the implication is yep. Adams has been a Democrat for a while, but he still shows some Republican stripes. Would we be in for the same thing with Tammy Murphy? It's hard to say. It's hard to. I mean, she she doesn't have a good answer to this question. She should have a good answer. Or let me say, I'll tell you what her answer is. Maybe it's not fair for me to say it's not a good answer, but I'll tell you what I think. So she says, the Republican Party left me. um, And that's why I became a Democrat. Um, And she grew up in a Republican family in Virginia um, and sort of says, hey, I just, you know, I grew up as a Republican, but the party left me. And the reason why I think that's not an adequate answer and it's not a you know, it's not having an impact on voters and their opposition to her is because it, you know, you, she's got to address her support for George W. Bush or Ronald Reagan or, you know, like, okay, fine. The Republican Party has moved way far to the right and has lost a lot of New Jersey Republicans. But you need to explain what you were thinking and how she has to explain how her personal thinking has changed, not how the Republican Party has changed, but how her experience and thinking and politics has changed and mm-hmm. why. That would be a convincing argument. Uh, but she hasn't made that argument. WNYC and Gothamist Nancy Solomon, primary election engaged, primary day in New Jersey, Tuesday, June 4th. Obviously, we'll continue to cover this race. Nancy, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Brian.